on this episode of the out of the mud podcast it's gonna be legendary yes <laughs> pun intended mr legendary himself timothy bogard is going to be speaking with us he's going to drop some serious game he's going to tell us about what it's like to be a tattoo artist in this competitive industry what it was like coming up he's going to drop some game as far as being a business owner man this is a great great episode i'm excited to bring it to y'all and yeah let's get into it this is the out of the mud podcast Welcome back, listeners, to Out of the Mud Podcast. It's your other favorite host, man, Damien, a.k.a. Droopy. We got another nickname on the, on the countdown today, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> we got a special guest in here today, man. <laughs> Pop, how you feeling, man? We got my dad, legendary, the one and only. Uh, I'm good. What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on, man? Glad to have you yeah, on here. Yeah, anything, anything for y'all. Been waiting on this one, man. We we talked about this for weeks, so I I know we uh Droopy was ready, but I was like, look, man, we gotta get your dad on here, man. So I know y'all got some good questions for me then. Not not all the typical questions I normally get asked, huh? Nah, we too y'all, close for that. <laughs> y'all had some y'all y'all had a lot of time. Y'all should get y'all should have some good ass questions for me. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of time. I'm trying to pull something out of the hat today. <laughs> Cause I know a hundred questions every time we talk, so I got, I'm gonna pull something out. A hundred, woo! Okay, let's hear them. <laughs> All right, man. So just just for a little background, Dad, you know, for them people out there who don't know you, um, like explain to the people, like give a little introduction to yourself. You know, I'm gonna keep it modest. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Keep it modest. <laughs> we we gas you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely most got definitely. It. There you go, then. No, just tattoo artist, fifteen years. I mean, what else? Did, <laughs> what else? Can I say? Oh man, Here he you left go. it. He oh, left see, it I, so I, wide. I, I see. I'm about, to, I'm about to have to step in. When you've been, de- see, but see, when you've been doing it for so life. long, you, you know, it, you got to keep it modest. Yeah, I probably be a little different. <laughs> Well, let me let me kick uh, it off then. I man. have that pen. Yeah, um, go ahead and so t- kick your questions off. Tim, man, I mean, this is one question that's been burning me up for a long time, man. <laughs> just because you know, I'd have been I'd have been hearing Droopy talk about you, man, and like so just some of the ways. Like, I remember when he would just talk about my dad is the dopest artist I've seen, and then all of a sudden it was my dad is a tattoo artist. Then I start seeing the tattoos. What was that grind like, man? Like, what was that like being a tattoo artist? Because I feel like every time you turn around, somebody has some tattoo equipment. Somebody talking about starting to do tattoos. Like, what was that like being a tattoo artist in such a competitive industry? That's a good question. I think think I got in just in time to, um, to establish myself as a um to plant my feet in the concrete where i'm at up here in in flint michigan because when i got in amazon was it was in its infancy it you know so you couldn't buy this equipment online you know you had to take an apprenticeship and the teacher would would even make you or give you some tattoo equipment so you had to basically earn it you know what i mean 
I feel that. And man. so when I was able to do that and start putting out work, uh, MySpace was in it, you know, just started. You didn't have all this big social media presence. So you really had to put yourself you out. You had there, to like... put yourself just like when the comedians get mad at the Instagram comedians because oh they had to get in the car and drive here and drive there. They didn't have so same thing with tattoo artists. It's almost like okay, we had to really, really do tattoo conventions. We had to work word of mouth. And so yeah, I mean that was that was part of the grind. That was the grind, getting your work out there, letting it be seen, and uh <clears throat> You know, having people, you know, doing pretty dope work where people was willing to talk about you word of mouth and, you know, I recommend you to people. That's that's so one of you the- was coming up during the time when it was like, like, you know, you had to tattoo this person and then say, hey, listen, I need you to tell everybody. And, about me. Yeah, right. exactly. Now what happens now is and that's that's why I say I'm, I'm real modest now because I'm just so used to the industry. But what happens now is Gil, who, who am I talking to? Gil? Yeah. Well, hey, Gil, you could order you a whole tattoo kit, $30 on Amazon, make you an Instagram page, and all you got to do is say, hey, I'm, I'm doing tattoos, hit me up. And literally, you'll have at least four or five people hitting you up. <laughs> not, right. not, caring, not caring if you ever put ink on nobody ever. And, you know, so that's, that's how it's changed a lot. Most okay. definitely. So I'm, I'm going to take the next question. So a question I got, when did you feel like you really hit your stride to know, like, you were comfortable to make this your full time? Like, when when did that feeling set in for you to where you was comfortable leaving Chrysler and not worrying about having to go back or even look for, a, you know, a part-time or second job like a lot of these artists got to do on slow seasons and things like that? He did work at Chrysler. I yep. forgot. Dang. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing with me. I'm I'm very methodical. You know, when I like when I go talk to kids at school and stuff, I think teachers get kind of upset with me or whatever because I always tell them, you know, don't don't step out there on faith. You know, because be, before I stepped out, I did the numbers, I did the homework, I did I made sure it was a viable business. I looked at the numbers. I made sure I could support me and my family before I left Chrysler. If the numbers didn't add up, I was not leaving Chrysler. You get what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, man. I wasn't going to leave Chrysler, a good job that's taking care of my family, and say, oh, I'm just going to step out there on faith and hope it works. No, that's, that's not what you do. You have to make sure that whatever it is works. You know, the numbers add up. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot. You definitely don't hear that a lot. Most people tell you the opposite, like step out there on faith and just make sure you yeah, go. Yeah, that, that that how does that how does that really think about it? How does that make sense? Exactly. How does that make that make sense? You just go like I know a lot of people who left when I left and they started businesses that they didn't do no homework. They didn't make sure the viable business. They didn't even make sure that it was a, a, a niche for it. Uh, they did nothing. They just said, "Hey, I'm gonna step out on faith and faith and start this, you know, barrel building." How did I know I hit my stride? Uh, shit, when I started making more in one day than I made at Chrysler in two weeks. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> when them, when them, when them numbers started adding up real nice. 
Oh shit! Okay, yeah. talk that. Yeah, that can type of talk. <laughs> <Exactly. right? laughs> so I mean, yeah, so you talking about like you know what I'm saying? You was making more in one day. So I mean, like when it when it comes to having a clientele like that, what's that like, man? Like I mean, to say like you know what I'm saying? You got I remember Droopy said like, me and my dad was at the Atlanta airport, man, and I seen one of his clients. Like, hey Tim, you did my tattoo is such and such. Off, 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 off. Hold on, hold on. Cause we out of context right now. <laughs> he told me how our client helped him get from the train to the front of the airport. Oh my you know, bad, my bad. Tell the right you story. Respectful. Tell the right story. No, I was lost. I was lost in the Atlanta airport, and I jumped on the train, lost his shit, and looking looking like boo boo the fool because I didn't know where the hell I was going. And I jumped on the train. I just heard somebody yell, legendary. And I turned around, and it was one of my clients. And she just happened to live live there. And uh, she just helped me get to where I needed to be. Where I would have been, man, I would have missed my flight and everything. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't been to Atlanta Airport, like, it's crazy. Yeah. You got to ride a long little train. Definitely. You will get lost in that airport, bro. I do not <laughs> like Atlanta Airport. <laughs> so, Tim, you yeah, from Flint, right? right? Flint, Michigan, yep. Okay. So I remember you doing tattoos, but I remember your artwork. That's what really grabbed me when I right. remember coming to your house. You know what I'm saying? I remember seeing the, the pictures of like Aaliyah and Missy Elliott. You know what I'm saying? And then you had me and Droop down there drawing. <laughs> and we trying, we, put, we putting in work though. You know what I'm saying? We like, we see what you did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, well, that's kind of like the benchmark. So we trying to get right. We, Draw and erasing, throwing paper away. You know what I'm saying? We just trying to get it in. Right. Though. Right. So I want to know, like, where did, where did, how did you get into art, and what, like, what made you just become this amazing artist that you are? Because you are an amazing artist. I don't want to li- label you as amazing. just a tattoo artist. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's putting yeah. you in the box. You're, you're an amazing oh, artist. Man, not just, appreciate it. Not just. You know what I'm saying? Not just a tattoo artist. Right. No, I I seen. I remember that Missy Elliott and the Leah picture. You have more pictures. They still hang. Yeah, that Missy Elliott. Yeah, yeah. That Missy Elliott. That one did something to me, man. That's real still talk. hanging that in the studio. For real, I never forget. But that. the art, never. art is art is just a natural gift. I was blessed with, and thank God it um, you know, it is paying off for me now but that's just a natural that was that was just a natural gift the tattooing part came along when i started to realize that tattooing is art because tattooing had a a real big stigma on it i mean y'all 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 pretty young i don't know if y'all remember this well y'all kind of do the stigma tattoos had yeah man oh i I remember Allen Iverson for sure. Well, yeah, it came along with a stigma. You know, either you had just got out of jail or you was on drugs or you was in a biker, you know, and all of that. But when I when I realized that uh, it was art just on a different canvas, that that did like a mind flip for me. And so, um, you know, at 36, I started to get into it like, OK, I can do this, you know, and being a natural artist. I just gravitated to it, you know, a lot easier than somebody who's just picking it up and, um, you know, just trying to, you know, just trying to get in, in on it, you know, as a hustle. Get a quick dollar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, you won't get, you you won't even get a quick dollar if you don't really, you know, know what you're doing. Right. Come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Flint was the fourth most tattooed 
see, going back to what I said earlier, when I said I did my homework, Flint, Michigan was the fourth most tattooed city in the country back about five years ago. For real. For real. Per capita, Flint was Flint was the most tattooed fourth most tattooed city in the country. And but, you know, uh-huh. That that's crazy because I mean, I mean, as far as size go and population size, is Flint really that big to have that type of title? I mean, well, I mean everybody got a tattoo. Not, well, it feel like it do shit. It feel like I tatted everybody in this motherfucker twice. But you got <laughs> but you gotta think oh, it's, it's per capita. So that means for the amount of people um for in, in this city, Flint is getting tattooed at a far greater rate, you know, to be number four than say Cali, you know, per capita with the amount of people they got. So it's per capita. There was, which still is a lot of damn tattooing, you know. How did that? Uh, how, how did that go up when uh, when everybody started getting those um, those re- the, what is it the stimulus checks? <laughs> I know you started getting. Oh you! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You could you feel that? <laughs> hey, you feel that, man? You feel the scams, the checks? You feel it all, boy. Man, I know they was lined up. Man, you could you could damn to say any price you want. And you know, they'll pay it. You know, they getting twenty thousand dollar PP was that PPE loans or whatever it was. Yeah. They're getting huge loans and, and, and unemployment scams. I've had people walk in with twenty twenty thousand in their pocket, man. And didn't even tell so I got a question, man. So when, so when did it turn from like I'm I'm doing tattoos and I like doing tattoos. I'm an apprentice and things like that. To I have my own shop or I am going to open my own shop. When did that mind flip happen? Well, I was um you know I was working at Chrysler, so I built I built the clientele for about two years. That's when you know doing the numbers. Making sure, seeing what the money looked like, seeing which season is the busy season, seeing which season is, you know, I did all of that. And so, um, uh, what did you say? Ask me a question again. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, just like, just the fact of like, you know, when you was, when you was just a tattoo artist, oh, when I, you was an apprentice and stuff like that, when did you decide like, you know what? Okay. I ain't about to work for nobody else. Okay. I ain't about to be at the house no more. I'm about to go out and start my own. With too many niggas at my house. It was too many people knocking on my door. It was too many cars on the in front of my. I mean, it was just too much. And so, and this is Flint we're talking. Yeah, this is Flint. So couple that with you know, okay, you make it enough in one day, then you made all week at Chrysler. So I told my wife, you know, I took a, you know, the the shops always give that two month layoff or whatever it was. I took that and really just focused. But still, in the meantime. I had a vision, so I'm still working on my vision. So by the time I put my two weeks notice in at, at Chrysler, that was it. That was it. I was gone. Yeah, man. Hit the ground running. Hey, I mean, but you gotta yeah. I, I I read this book called The Secret. I don't know if you ever heard of it. You ever heard of nah, it? Nah, tell us about it. Yeah, it's just the law of attraction. The un how the universe works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so before I even opened the door, I knew I knew the color on the wall. I knew what my desk was going to look like. I knew the co- color carpet. I even I knew the amount of money I wanted to make the first year because the universe don't know the difference. You know what I'm saying? It don't know. 
whether you thinking right. it or whether it's actual, I don't know. So before I even opened, I knew all these things. But like I said, I was very man. I was man. I was I was I was precise. I was very methodical with opening up and making sure that everything went. It was a smooth transition. So we're kind of going on that. Like one of my questions is like. Do you feel like that's a reason you didn't like just me asking as a fan of the art? Like, do you feel like that's a reason you kind of didn't leave Flint? Like, just because the market has been good to you? Well, the thing, like, do you feel like you could have been bigger outside? Well, the thing with the thing with Flint is the thing, and the thing with tattooing is people mm-hmm. will travel. Tattooing is one of those professions where once you build up your reputation and your portfolio, and you become uh quote unquote a well-known tattoo artist or highly sought after or aka celebrity artist people travel you could it don't matter where you at you could be in flint you could be in cali you know if they want your work they'll they'll book a flight or they'll take the drive to come to you so i never considered i never considered leaving flint because i didn't feel like it was necessary and flint you know flint was good to me yeah, yeah. Flint was good to me. I know a lot of people when once I really started being, you know, very well known around here and you know, and, uh, um people people thought I was gonna leave, you know, and go to a bigger city and this and that, but it was it wasn't necessary. I you know, I love Flint. Yeah. One hundred. I feel you, I respect that, man. So Tim, what you listening to these days? I'm listening the to my stuff. daughter, Taylor Sharice. Oh, All I do, new single mm-hmm. out. Hey, talk that good, Hey, streaming on what? all platforms. Taylor Sharice, T E L O R. Yeah, all I do. But you know, I'm a I'm a old I'm head. You, you know, I got to get my R and B in. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, yeah, you could talk about hey, it. Shannon, Tell us what you hey, Shannon, know about we, Shannon know about the Modis. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'll be singing now. I ain't gonna lie. I can't sing for nothing, but I Hey, look, he blessed <laughs> me with art, but he didn't bless me with a voice. Oh man. <laughs> hey, the way. I like that could have been a trade-off for me. Real talk, <laughs> Shannon, real talk. <laughs> he gonna start saying that. What? What? I just forgot that, bro. That's crazy. I'm gonna start calling him Drew. <laughs> I don't think I'll be That's able to. I don't weird. think I. It wouldn't even sound right. Hey, but you know what's weird? Like I said earlier, what's weird is his dad's side of the family all know him as Channing. They don't know Damien. They don't even know him as Damien. Some, a lot of them don't even know that's his <laughs> name on on birth certificate. <laughs> For real. Yeah. All his all his family all on right. my side and cousins and aunts and all that. They all know Miss Channing. They don't even know Damien. That's funny. <laughs> That's cr- like I really forgot that. That's why when you said it, I was like, holy shit. I ain't heard that in years. But you know, <laughs> but you know the story, Channing, you know the story behind it, right? Uh-uh. You don't know the story behind it? I thought I told Oh, please you. tell it. Please tell it, because I don't know. Please. You probably, you, probably, you probably mentioned a couple. <laughs> so, when I was in the military and, and, and uh, his mom was pregnant with him, I asked her, I was overseas in Japan, I asked her to name him Channing. And 
she didn't listen to shit I said, and she named him Damien. <laughs> so, and I said, well, damn, could they at least get the middle name? And That's she funny. Didn't, she didn't even give him that. So I said, I was about to say, she didn't even do the middle she name. She didn't do the middle name. So I said, she fuck. She said it totally different. Yeah. She said she well, was sitting there, and they asked, she said she has, I swear, your mom told me something like, she was sitting there, she had so many of the different drugs that they had up in her. They was like, what's his name? She said she lifted her head up and said, Damien. She said she laid back down and said, I don't even know why I named him that. <laughs> well, that's, I got some rank put together. Hey, but that's that's my side. That's how it happened with me. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to call him Shannon. <laughs> and so whenever I had it, whenever he was with his dad's side of the family, I would just introduce him as Chad. Oh man, I love that I name, man. He said, "I love that." No name. cap, man. He I, he I went all, as Channing for a my... hot minute. You say what? Oh, man. he went as Channing for a hot minute. <laughs> he went <laughs> like he life. really was going. like in line, but he was like, "Nah, bro, I'm gonna change my name to Channing, dog." I'm telling you, hey, <laughs> hey, that's dope. <laughs> Hey, I never knew that. That's dope. I swear he used it on a girl in college once. Hey, oh shit. He probably did. We ain't gonna talk on that, bro. John. We ain't gonna talk about that. (laughs) Oh man. So now you know the story behind Shannon. Finally. I wanted to Yeah, I do remember that now. That's crazy. That's funny. So, um, let's see, like, as far as some of the stuff that you planning on doing, like, in the future, I mean, what's some, what's some of the things that you are planning on doing, like, with some of the businesses that you, you know, was planning outside of tattooing? I mean, what is, is that just your main focus is tattoos or what, is there something else outside of it? Well, now I'm, I'm really focusing on. Uh, the fine art, the paintings, the prints, the the painting prints, and the um, you know stuff like that. Because I only want to tattoo for about ten more years, and and then after that, I just want to focus on the fine art, you know. So that's what that's what I got going on now. I do a lot of paintings now. I used to turn down a lot of paintings because I was just busy tattooing, but now I just made a, I just I just made a choice to just you know. Fit it in. Just get up and paint in the morning and paint in or whenever I get time now. That's I'm, dope. I need to see some. Yeah, they all on Instagram. I put what? Not all of them, but I put yeah. I put quite a few of them on Instagram. I let people see the process and the storylines and stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, you get a lot of business from social media, so, you know, that helps. Most definitely. Yeah, that's a real good Yeah, and you don't see a lot. You don't see a lot of booties, and you don't see all that stuff that people think that. <laughs> I'm surprised y'all ain't asked me that. That'd be one of the number one questions people ask me. <laughs> I can only imagine some of the stuff you've seen, man. Like, I, yeah, yeah, it's I'm it's saying. no different than a personal trainer seeing what he see. <laughs> you know, he got to be around people and annoying people. But them motherfuckers see a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, they do a lot. Some of your clients, I ain't going to lie, like, screaming, that's the thing. I don't know if I can tolerate, like, they be screaming they head off. That don't happen a lot, <laughs> but when it do, I've been tattooing so long that I, 
I, be honest with you, I rarely even notice it. Only time I what I notice a lot of people move a lot. Like if you yelling and screaming and all that, then fine. I, that I barely even hear that. But once you start moving all over the place, then you know, I can tell. So, that. so what about like celebrities or anything like that? I heard you mention that earlier. Like who's who's the most interesting person that you could say you tattooed or that you anything like that? What do you mean by interesting? Like, I mean, celebrity. I mean, was there a was there a TV personality that came through the door? Like, who was the person? Like, man, that 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 was the story right there. Nah, you know what? The celebrities they don't um they really lay back and chill. You know, they don't tip. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, don't get, tip. they get millions of dollars and they don't tip. Yeah, man, celebrities don't tip. Sure pay attention when they don't tip. I respect that, definitely. No, nah, no, nah, they don't, you know. <laughs> but you know what? I, you know, but I take it with a grain of salt. And, you know, I appreciate them coming through anyway. But, you know, like yeah, I tell definitely. people, everybody's celebrity, me, they got money. You know, celebrities only come around maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe once or twice a year. You know, somebody were even worth mentioning. But, you know, you make your money from people right there coming to you, you know, month in, month out. Right. Who was the coolest one? Um, who was the coolest one? I would say Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock from the who he played with now the Lakers. No, he moved to New York, didn't he? I think so. I think he played for the Knicks, or that was might have been the last team. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was pretty cool. He was real laid back, man. Okay, that's what's up. So uh, you said you was into the paintings and whatnot. What do you think of like these musicians and like basically famous people that be having like these million dollar paintings in their home? Do you think those paintings are really worth like millions of dollars or or is like what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, they are, but you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta know that um once you get up to a certain tax bracket, that's a way to funnel money. <laughs> Yeah. I mean to be honest with you, it's just equity. It's is equity. It's a way to fund it. You know, you instead of you know you stuffing thirty million in a in you know in the bag in the backyard, you just buy a thirty million dollar painting and have it insured. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just a piece of canvas for you know worth thirty million dollars. But it's definitely worth it. You know, but look into what Swiss is doing. He's got something really dope yeah. going on where, you know, say if somebody bought one of my paintings for $1,000 and five years later, they sell it for, you know, $10 million. What, what he's trying to do is, if I if I got it right, what he's trying to do is, if this sells for $10 million, five million I get some type of equity out of that, you know? Right. Could, uh, yeah, royalty, just like music, you know, you, you know, people getting paid off music from back in the 60s, still playing today, so... If that painting now, okay, it sold for ten million dollars now. Maybe another ten years, it sells for a hundred million. Why shouldn't my family benefit from that? Why shouldn't I benefit really? from that? It's steady drawing equity and equity and equity. So that's a good thing he's doing. But you know, hopefully, I get one of them million dollar paintings. Hell yeah! Maybe somebody will buy one. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, man, you better try to sell it to one of these celebrities. Hey, uh, Brian. Hey, but you know what to think about it now. Okay, here goes social media again. It's social media is so big. Brian get painted at least a hundred times a day. Somebody doing a painting of him. So yeah. you know, and I I told that to somebody else who who was who was 
chopping it up with me. And he said something real dope. And I told him that the exact same thing with a Brian painting I got. He said, he said, yeah, man, go ahead and tag him. He said, you only miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I said, damn, that's dope. <laughs> he, he, facts, though. Hey, facts. Even though people paint him all day, every day, you know, if I tag him in it, that might be the one. He'd be like, man, I like that. You know, you know what? You gotta start thinking outside the box. Don't go for Bron. Go for Elon Musk. Be like, hey, bro, I, I paint. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I, everybody, he said everybody paint Bron, bro. He go outside the box. Oh, do it. Hey, but I like. I'm like that with Tesla, Nikolai Tesla. I love I, anything about him. Man, I will watch it all day. Anything long. about Tesla? Yes. Actually, oh yeah. Yo. Crazy. Yeah, anything about Tesla, man? That man was a genius. If you just look at some of the that man was outrageously smart, man. Oh, he tried man. to make electricity free for everybody. Well, that did. nigga was talking about cell phones in the 1800s. Come on, come on, yes. man. The, the energy is free now. It's just you know the government ain't gonna let you have no free shit. Nah, they, you can't even buy seeds. About uh, Thomas Edison, but all he did was come in with the patent. That's it. Yeah, that's why black people got a lot of creative stuff, but they they don't got the patent for it. They get the credit, but they ain't got the actual. Well, see, but now you're going, them. but see now you're going back to the to. You ever watch Antiques Roadshow? Yes. Remember how the white mm-hmm. people stand up there and they got this five hundred thousand dollars sofa table with three legs. That was up in their granny house. Yeah, but you got to think <laughs> think about it like this: if it was passed down five generations how do you know how do you know what well, 95 two generations how do you know that a slave didn't build that table for a slave master and say thanks thanks Luther. i'm gonna put this in my hallway yeah. and now he didn't have this table <laughs> yeah. you know made by this great carpenter but now it's worth you know you know, but you're getting into some, you know, <laughs> you getting Yeah, that's no, the truth is truth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Definitely. what that's where the whole reparations come from. You 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 built your life off the you know, we getting on to something else, but you built your life off of us. Free labor. Nah, man, talk about that, man. <laughs> yeah, Gil, Gil ain't, you don't got to worry. Gil ain't going to get offended. He all right. We've been giving man, get out of here, bro. Gil <laughs> just yeah. found out he... your grandpa was white. <laughs> nah, I, I, just, I said he was Mexican. <laughs> Whatever. You said it ended with a Z. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, next one y'all have. Y'all let me know. Heads up. I want to listen to the next one. <laughs> oh, you the next one, man. This one, this one dropping next week. No, nah, this dropping Friday. Oh, after, well, after me, whoever y'all got Friday. going on next. <laughs> we need input on that. If you I got anybody that you think is a good idea, man, let us know. Oh, I, I got, I got somebody in mind. I'll, 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 I'll definitely let her know. She do children's books, and uh, man, she. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. She do. She got a book. Oh, she got several books. Oh yeah, we, and she, um, she, um, I mean, it's just a matter of time before her books blow up. Dwayne Wade got a few of them for his for his kids, and uh, oh man, it's just a matter of time. But I'll, I'll mm-hmm. chop it up with her and see what she thinks. And if so, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, yeah. send it y'all way. If nothing That's else, like, man, just let us know where to follow her at. Really. Yeah, right yeah, on, we could right on Instagram. Her her Instagram is for kids like mine. 
she got the books like hair like mine, skin like mine, you know, parents. Oh, I've man. seen hair like mine. That's her. her, man. She's man, she's phenomenal. Sure, you read that, Gil. I didn't read right it. No, actually, it was something. Um, it was something that actually down in Atlanta, like a girl was telling me about <laughs> that book. Yeah, she's from Flint. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. yep, yep. she's from Flint. She's a good client of mine. But yeah, she got several books. I bought the whole, I bought a whole thing from her. You know, I, I try to support a lot of clients that support me. So that's Most dope. Yeah, dope. That's love and respect. So where they can uh follow you at, Tim man. Anybody on here that uh that that uh doesn't know who you are? Uh they can follow me on uh Instagram at one legendary tattoo. Put the numerical one in front of legendary tattoo. And uh, they, you know, they could jump on there, but you know, I don't even post as much as I used to when I first started. You know, when you first start tattooing, you put every little cross and goddamn flower and and praying hands. <laughs> you put everything you do up on, on social media. Now, you know, fifteen years later, like I say, it's you know, you didn't did it all, so I, I don't I don't post as much as I used to. But I got a lot of work on there to check out. So you got the good gallery to sit on, like to put out over the time. You don't even got to be as precious. But a lot of stuff, right a lot of times, you you start doing the same shit <laughs> every day. You guarantee <laughs> how many lions' heads you can do in one but, year. But you know what, shit, I do a lot of lions' heads, and I lions' heads I don't mind because I love <laughs> doing animals. But if I do a if I do another flint arch. <laughs> If I do, I'm a, I'm a bang, I'm a, I'm a cut my hand off. I, I, I don't want to do no more flint tattoos. <laughs> I'm just gonna end it off with a little sports talk, I guess, and then we can just wrap it on up. We talking about Brian? Oh, no, you know, oh, <laughs> he said no. <laughs> oh, we got a Brian hater in here. He's not going for no Brian talk. Yeah, no, it's it. not that. It's not that. It's just like, see, Tim, you live in Michigan, so it you it, it probably don't really register to you like that, or I don't know if you can relate. But the bronze standum here is pretty ridiculous. It's almost he says standum. Oh, see, <laughs> see, I gotta see. I almost said something crazy, but I'm working on myself, so I caught myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm working. So you know what I'm saying? I'm working on myself. But they the people who like Bron can get pretty ridiculous and they say flagrant things about other great players. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, just like uh, you in Ohio. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Okay, you're still in Ohio. Gil, you where? I'm in Ohio. Oh, uh, both of y'all still in Ohio and, and yeah. Channing Droop is in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have nothing against Bron. It's really just against like the niggas who like him. And it's kind of like just like you know, funny back and forth banter. Oh I yeah, cook them, I cook them with what I say. Usually, it's funny or somewhat disrespectful, but in a funny way. They get offended. I keep going, and then I win. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it be. I don't but, even have the conversations no more. Yeah, and like, and they don't ever ask me how I actually feel about him. They just assume I'm a hater just because I don't think he's better than Michael Jordan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if they asked me how I, you know, what I thought about them, they would probably be like, oh, okay, I kind of respect that. It's just more so an assumption. But see, you know I always, when the conversation comes up with me, I always ask the person, what type of conversation do you want to have? Do you want to have the whole totality of the man, the embodiment of him, or do you just want to keep it on the court? Because he's, 
he's one of my he's my favorite player because of what mainly what he do outside the court. You get what I'm saying? I I love how he's not scared to speak up on racial injustice or because he might lose a contract or lose a sponsor. I love his school. You know, I love how he's been with his wife the whole time. I love, you know, I just love him off the court more than I love him on the court. So when we get into the sports thing, I'll be like, okay, what type of conversation we finna have now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's opinion-based too, though, man. It's it's really opinion-based too. Like, who do you prefer? Like, we had this conversation a couple days ago on a different sport, but, like, when we were talking about Anderson and John Jones. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Anderson yeah. Silva? <laughs> Anderson Silva and John Jones. Uh, you know, I couldn't stand John Jones for a long time. A lot of people yeah, lot couldn't of people stand could. John Jones, but you a can't say nothing about He was that. just too good. He was and good. he took out all legends. Like, you can't say Sir. nothing back, but he just had some – they called him a human pterodactyl one fight. <laughs> I was a fan. Of Look that. at that man's arms, bro. <laughs> they called that nigga a pterodactyl, and I said, Whoa. That man could bear hug a California redwood. <laughs> but I like him now. I guess I needed him to get beat one time. Don't ask me why. It's some strange it shit. But, you know, people, that's how people is sometimes. His loss has been outside the ring, like him getting suspended or them suspecting him of the like the, the drugs. And how, yeah, the cocaine cases, like they put the bully shit. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> effect. The niggas off them drugs be hard as hell to beat up. Hey, nigga, jaw be made of wood. Good <laughs> wood. Pause. <laughs> Off a little line. Well, you swear you gonna knock a nigga head off. He just uh, eat that like a zombie. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> that's why I like the Anderson, man, because he was risking it again. And he had that long run. That's the only reason I put Anderson over John Jones. That's the only reason. Yeah, I think right after that shin break, when he when he broke his shin, when he tried to kick. Um, yeah, he wanted to turn. I think after that, I think it was a slight. slight wasn't, wasn't it Chris Weidman? No, it wasn't Chris Weidman. So. It was one of the. It was an older cat, not older, but back in the. Well, the uh, it might have been. I can't remember. I just know he broke his shit. I just know that thing wrapped yep. around his leg. Yep. I think it might have been a rematch. No, uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Show sure was. Did he lose the first time? Yeah. Yeah, he got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> He got knocked out. And then he came. Yeah, because he was trying to. He was trying to yeah. play around. And Chris See? Wyman was one of them ones you could play around with. That's yeah. why I like the UFC because like there's real competition there. Yeah, there ain't no LeBron in the UFC because anybody what? can get took out at any time. Yeah, uh, Styles is LeBron. You, you, okay, I give you that Ooh. argument. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and he stepped out at just the right Style time. Style Bender. Like, um, I can't never say his whole name, but Adesanya. Uh, Adesanya. Yeah. Hey, he's a fan oh. of mine, man. He, um, he follows he me. Nice. He follows me on um. On Instagram, man. He's always on my page. Ooh, look at you. Hey, that's my Let's guy, man. I, that's, no, no, I like him. That's my guy. His last he's, fight was nice. He knocked the man out second round. Man, he, he's nice. hey, he the truth. He the truth. And he, he undefeated too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 
in, in the UFC. He I had don't... a couple of losses in kickboxing because he came from the kickboxing uh, sport and then he transitioned. I don't see him getting beat uh, in the ring, just like I didn't see uh, John getting beat in the ring till them drugs took over. But yeah, I, I don't know. Few, it's a few. I got It's a few. If John fight a heavyweight, it's a good chance. It's if... um, he's an African. I forgot his name, but he's an African. Who y'all voting for? I'm not sure, man. Go Trump. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's oh shit. yeah, it's you know what? Wait. You know what? And that's a question I really did have, man. And I completely forgot. I'm glad you said that. You know, I ain't voting so, for like, no fucking Trump, man. How do you feel as a business owner like during this election, man? Because I hear so much from business owners, man. Well, it, until you, it he don't affect me. What Trump do don't affect me. I, I built my business around around me and what I do. You get what I'm saying? He, yeah. he don't really... I pay my taxes just because I don't want to be fucking with the IRS, but, you know, how, how much money do you need to where, I'm? you know, you got to be worrying about what Trump do with taxes? I understand if I had employees... Too much. That's what I'm saying, but if I had, like, a hundred employees and I had paychecks and I did that then yeah I would pay a little bit more attention to what Trump is saying and even if I didn't like him like a lot of these fuckers don't really like Trump they like what he stand mm-hmm. for uh, 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 helping people in certain tax brackets you know helping them hide money helping them not pay taxes help, you know that's what they like about him mm-hmm. yeah. no what he do don't affect me so I I can't wait for this fucker to get up out of here man I can't do no more here <laughs> You feel like Biden gonna be any better? I don't really give a shit. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just guess can't yeah. do Trump. I mean, the, 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 the world. We we living in the Matrix. This is some. This is just a fucked up space we in right now. You know, yeah, man. it says you know in the middle of a pandemic, the the president of the United fucking states talking about it ain't real. Don't wear your mask and. Calling people, I mean, it's just we living in some some crazy ass time. I'm exhausted yeah. with him. To be honest with you. Do you ever laugh at anything he says, though? Keep it a buck. What What do you oh, What do you mean? Laugh like and that was funny? Yeah. Or he was fucking retarded. Or I, I laughed <laughs> at him when he Same said, thing. "Let's try infecting." Injecting, uh, disinfecting, bleach. <laughs> oh yeah, disinfecting. But look, I'm gonna tell you something. They crucified Obama when he used a selfie stick in the White House. I remember that. They crucified that man. They crucified they him when he had on, on a tan suit. But now this fucker can say, "I can shoot people. I can grab him by the pussy. That's that's inject disinfecting in you. Oh, the virus ain't real." Oh shut up! You're you're just a mean, ugly. I'm, you got a white man in the office that can do all of that, and they and they co-sign this shit. The thing that got me was when he stood up there on that uh, on that stage and said, "I'm the least racist person." In this I, I'm exhausted, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm just exhausted yeah, with I him, man. I'm just exhausted. Every day I get up and like, what the fuck this idiot didn't did now. You just want to get back to normal. You got a pandemic and you got a fucked up ass project. All in the, this year is a motherfucker. This year's it is. <laughs> he said this year's a motherfucker. This year, motherfucker, <laughs> man. Can we please get back to normal? 
Yeah, man. Ever since what, Kobe died. Huh? Kobe started like, it What's all. the new normal? Are we going to have masks as the new normal? Like, is that going to be the new normal? You're going to have, you're going to be wearing the mask. They still mandating y'all to wear them up there? Yeah. Uh, out in public, they not enforcing it down in Atlanta. You know, Only in shopping are places. Y'all, in are y'all maskers or anti-maskers? Which one of y'all? I'm masked. Oh, I'm aware because I got people in the club in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm up. <laughs> you say what? You say what, Drew? I don't know what they doing. <laughs> I don't know what our government doing. I just seen all type of ass shit. <laughs> uh, I've seen in there sharing bottles. <laughs> it's crazy. And here's the thing: the people who don't wear masks or the people who don't believe it's real, you still could be asymptomatic and take it to your granny. Or your mom, man, I just don't get it. You know, people who don't wear masks remind me of people on the Titanic when the ship was going down and they was pushing old people and they kids out the way. No, they was like, no, me first and pushing old. Damn, yeah. just do it for the greater good, whether you believe it or I, not. Just put it. I thought you was talking about the band because <laughs> the band was chill. No, nah, remember that man who was pushing the kids <laughs> and the old ladies out the way to get on the, get on that damn life. Yes. That's the people I who don't wear masks behind me up. Like, come on, man. Just put a fucking mask on for five minutes in the store. Damn. See, but I work with the I work with the public, man. Like I actually gotta be out there in front of people. So I like I wear my mask because I got kids. Like in my opinion, everybody who's saying it ain't real, it's only the flu, this and that. Like, that's cool if you believe that. Like it's you not believe cool. that. Make sure that you stay it's six not. feet. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. No, it's just not. stay six feet. Yeah, that's true. But the thing that confused me is Cam Newton tested positive, right? And he's throwing a pass <laughs> today. Like his lungs yeah. are fried. Like, this is what confuses me. Well, what might be happening, the strain, it might be weaker and weaker strains because it's been out so mm-hmm. long. It look like shit today. Hey, yeah. you see Malik Taylor, Green Bay? Yeah, I seen he got. Down, yeah. Hey, did you meet him when you was up here, Shannon? I met him at the wedding. That was the first time. I, I think that was on the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got his first touchdown today. Yeah, I've seen. I've been watching for him. Mm-hmm, dang. Niggas out here need celebrities and don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about Malik? I've been around Malik since I've been with my wife and shit. I didn't. I didn't know who the nigga was. I didn't know he was being recruited. And shit. <laughs> I didn't know he was that good. Yeah. I didn't know he was being recruited. He ain't got no ink. And he uh he texted me a couple of weeks ago talking about he ready. Oh shit. Oh, you about to ah. Tim, Tim, ooh, Tim yeah, like man, big bag on the way. Man. Oh no, nah, Malik cheap. I, oh, oh, you don't think he coming for the whole season? Nah, nah, I'm just messing with him. Hey. Nah, he coming. What? Anytime a football player, he ain't got no tats. You said, hey, Malik is he's he's frugal with his money. I know that's right. He's good, and which is a good thing because yeah. you don't want to fall into that thirty thirty where you, you know, you making you make a nice bag. Now all of a sudden you at Walmart telling people to put their like... mask on. Oh man. <laughs> Mm. Delante. <laughs> Delante. <laughs> Who the hell is Delante? Delante West, nigga. He worked out. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's you. Oh, you see that picture outside of him outside of Walmart? Oh, I thought that was your people. 
bro. No. <laughs> Same last name. I'm not. Yeah. That don't mean I'm voting for Kanye. Y'all both. Y'all. Y'all both biracial. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. It's just positive. Am I? It's five percent count. <laughs> yeah, five percent count. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about this. I'm trying to learn how to use my white privilege on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm about to link up with my vatos. You feel me? Oh my goodness. Hell man, but we kinda gonna wrap this one up, man. Pops, it was good speaking with hey, you. Hey, my pleasure. We had fun with it. I felt like we got a lot of good info. Yeah, just let me know yeah, when y'all got the next one. I enjoyed this, man. I wouldn't mind listening to uh just chiming in on on y'all next one, whoever y'all have, but I'm definitely gonna send her y'all way, uh uh Tasha. Her name Tasha. I'm gonna send her y'all way. That that'll be dope. Thank you, thank you. She we real cool, so I'm sure she I'm sure she wouldn't mind doing it, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna make sure I send y'all the link. Man, just appreciate you coming out and taking your time out, man. Because you know what I'm saying, we've been looking forward to this one. Hey, no problem. I got this beautiful woman looking at me, so um, oh uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. All right, son. Love you, man. All right, all right y'all too. Bye-bye. Hey, man, and. That's just another episode, man. We appreciate y'all for listening to the Out of the Mud podcast. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Out of the Mud podcast today. We look forward to having you guys back next week. And, yeah, you guys have a great, great weekend. Be safe and enjoy Out of the Mud. Peace.